Hey, do you want to be like me and make podcasts that everyone loves? Yeah, you do. But chances are, you don't want to spend a bunch of money doing it. No worries. A solution exists. Spotify's got a platform that lets you make podcasts super easy, then distribute those podcasts everywhere, and you can even earn money doing it. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Also, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. I'm speaking from experience when I say that all those additional features like video podcasts, Q&As, polls, those are things you won't find for cheap elsewhere. But with Spotify for Podcasters, it's all totally free no catch. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Thanks. We love you. Hey, everybody. This is Adam, co-host of the podcast you're about to listen to. Just a heads up, this episode was initially recorded way back in 2017, or maybe it was 2018, depending on the episode you're listening to. Who knows? But in case you're wondering what the hell is going on, what we're doing here at Pretty Scary and Conspiracy the Show is releasing some of the back episodes that we've been sitting on for the past couple years that used to be Patreon only. Sure, the stuff you're about to hear about is a couple years old, but the episode's new to you if you've been listening for free. If you want to hear new episodes of Pretty Scary and Conspiracy the Show, subscribe on Patreon. There will be two new episodes every single month of both of those shows, and you get bonus episodes of all the other podcasts that I co-host and a bunch of other good stuff for just $5 a month. It's the only place to hear new episodes of Pretty Scary and Conspiracy the Show. That said, maybe you can't afford to subscribe. Maybe you don't want to give me money. Maybe you can afford it and just don't want to. Hey, that's fine. I understand. For you, we'll still be putting out episodes you haven't heard before. They'll just be some of the older episodes from the early Patreon days and the early ConnectPal days. Anyone remember that? I certainly don't. Anyway, patreon.com slash unpops for new episodes of Pretty Scary and Conspiracy the Show, bonus episodes of all the podcasts I co-host, and lots of other stuff. Give us more money. We'll send you a birthday card or something. Anyway, let's get to the show. Thanks, everybody. We love you. Hey, Caitlin. Let's just be legends. Let's just do it and be legends, man. Let's just do it and be legends. Let's just do this podcast, Pretty Scary. Pretty Scary Boo. Boo! And be legends. Let's. Fuck. Such a good idea. It really is. I I don't know how many problems in history have been solved with that one line, (laughs) but I bet it's most of them. I would... uh, Yeah. 
Oh yeah. Hey, we need to cure AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> let's just be. Let's just do it and be let's legends. Let's just do it and be legends, man. <laughs> oh man. This is the best story of all time. <laughs> this is okay. So backstory on the backstory. You guys, Adam and I have a very have had a very special relationship for a long time. We just always send each other things that I don't. Even, how do I even? It's always right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, hey, something has gone totally wrong. <laughs> or something is not okay. And Adam is the first person yeah. I, I think of. And this is even before we were even that close or or yeah. friends. Yeah, yeah. Well before Pretty Scary. Yeah, I would send him like haunted. When I had been on your podcast once. Yeah, like a year yeah. before. And it's very sporadic initially. Um, it's probably how he got the idea for the show, which is great. I'm really happy about it. But this... oh, by the way, Carrie's not here today. <laughs> you know what? Though? Like, it's. I mean, it's it's. Ha- I mean, they might not have. They would have assumed that maybe she was just going to come in later, because Carrie that's does true. like like to wander in and out of the studio while we record. That's, so that's true. Uh, but no, Carrie couldn't come uh, tonight. So it's just Adam and I, and I just feel like this episode is going to be such a perfect counterpoint. To our Syrian refugee crisis episode that we did yes. a couple months ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Quite the counterpoint to that. It's catharsis, really. <laughs> it's, it's just, the, it's like the, it's like the Daffy Duck version. <laughs> or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't even know what to, it's the Disney version of a refugee crisis. Yeah, it's the, it's like the spoof movie version. Like, if there was a. Yes. If there was a movie about a refugee crisis, this would be the Wayans Brothers version of that movie. Yeah, this is like a wacky refugee crisis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's got like a nice slide whistle element to it, you know? Yeah, it's 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 like the people who create refugee crises yeah, this getting is, in a refugee crisis. You know what this exactly is? Is the Pocahontas Disney version of the <laughs> refugee crisis. And we tonight are going to paint with all the colors of the Bahamas. <laughs> all of them. All of them. Uh, if you guys haven't figured it out yet, we are covering the Firefest fiasco. I think we could call it a fiasco. Yeah, the Firefest fiasco. Firefest fiasco. Fiascoval. Sure. Let's just do it and be legends. Let's just Let's call just it do a fiasco. Be legends, man. Oh man, we're gonna get to how that makes any sense in a little bit. Um, there's a Black Mirror episode about it. There's a Black Mirror. Ep- this is sort of like a Black Mirror episode. Yeah. For yeah. dumb people. Yeah. All I can ho- before we cover all of this. Yes. My heart's wish is that somebody was filming all of this down there. Yeah, I want to see this documentary on Netflix. Like I in need six months. I need someone to have gone rogue down there and well, just they don't even have to because as we'll learn at one point <laughs> no ndas signed by anyone that was their biggest mistake really yeah well oh sure among you're right. a Good series point. of huge Good mistakes um, <laughs> this was their fatal flaw yeah the non-nda yeah. thing yeah that was this will be the thing that gets them yeah because if nobody had to sign an nda then there is going to be a Netflix documentary about it, and I can't wait to watch it. I, I really want to see the Fire Festival documentary. Oh, my God. I'll even check out the Ja Rule soundtrack that they'll release for it. <laughs> I just did it. I just what did would it I be you. without you? Oh, my God. You kind of <laughs> sound like Tom Waits, honestly. 
<laughs> Tom Waits doesn't sound unlike Ja Rule. They, yeah, they're they're in there's they're in a like a Venn diagram together somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. People who scra- screamed into their pillows as children. Yeah, they like circumvented someone with a nice voice and ended up becoming famous anyway. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad we figured that out. Um, so Firefest, F-Y-R-E. F-Y-R-E. First red flag. Yep. You never <laughs> eat wings that have a Z in the, nope. in the name? No. And you don't go to Fire Festival if it's spelled with a Y. I'm not going to go to an ice cream shoppy. No, no. <laughs> we won that war. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, we're not we're not doing that. Get your shoppies out of here. England. Yeah, yeah we're not we're not doing that. So fire fest. Fire fest. Oh, fire fest. This is like a South Park episode. Yeah, it it it's very much like that. So what we, we did is we found we managed to find coming back to how Adam and I are friends. I just started sending Adam Firefest articles because I first yes. started, I saw it trending on fa- on on Twitter and I was like what is this? Very rarely by the way am I intrigued by hashtags that are trending cuz normally they're so on the nose and I'm like I don't care. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know. Right. Like you know, hey, don't do that. Hashtag don't do that. It's like okay, <laughs> I get it. But I was like what's fire? What's a Firefest? So what I, is that? What the hell is a fire fest? What is a fire fest? Oh, it's so bright on Twitter. So I go, <laughs> and I, the first thing I see is this now famous picture of two pieces of bread <laughs> in the cheese. That and is going to be the National Geographic photo of the year. <laughs> so great. And it was, I knew I had found something special. Because <laughs> the next picture was... FEMA tents from best I could tell. <laughs> so I was like, okay, so they're eating. That's good. Yeah. And then the next one was this really funny tweet about somebody who would said, I wish, I'm sorry, I don't have the handle in front of me, but it was like, uh, everybody in the Bahamas now, no, sir, I don't know who your father is. <laughs> I was like, all right, this is my lane. So I get the, I, I bring up the article, immediately sent it to Adam. Maybe got a paragraph in, was like, ah, no, Adam needs to know about this yes. simulta- simultaneously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then I started retweeting everything. <laughs> <laughs> and I fell down a really beautiful rabbit hole with this. Yeah. And you, you landed on, I think, one of the, the most interesting articles out there. It's from Bustle.com. And it's called 11 Things to Know About Fire Festival because it's unlike any music event you've attended before. So they fulfilled that, pres- that, they, that promise. They like, did. Right, much like Donald Trump is fulfilling yeah. his campaign promises, <laughs> uh, the easiest ones to fulfill They've been fulfilled. Yeah. Um, so this was an article from December, I believe. Yeah. Um, Simpler times. All around. Yeah. <laughs> For us all. Wow. Yeah. Man, I could hear the wonder the the Wonder Years theme song playing right now. Back before America became the Fire Festival. <laughs> yeah. This is also. A I mean, metaphor. well, we had, but. Yeah. That transition. Yeah. I mean, we were still just pouring the gas. Our airports. A couple months ago, were a nice prelude to Firefest. Yeah, <laughs> so we'll say that. Um, yeah. So what's great about this article is it covers eleven things that make it unlike anything. And Adam and I have just kind of casually gone through and dismantled all of the things they promised. <laughs> yeah, we just it's not uh, that hard <laughs> to go through it point by point. Yeah. So should we should we read this intro first? Probably not all of it. Yeah, read a little bit of it. Break out your best concert gear, because the must-attend festival of 2017 will be here before you know it. 
Ja Rule is the mastermind behind Fire Festival. Stop. <laughs> First red flag right there. Well, second. Fire, second, fire yeah, was fire. bad. But Ja Rule also. What weird rock has Ja Rule been yeah. festering under? What was he? Was it Fast and the Furious? Was that the la- was he in that? Did I make that up? I feel like he might have had a cameo in one That's of That's what them. I feel. It feels right. Thank you. That's how I feel. Like I can, or I something... can picture him looking at Ludacris from yeah. the driver's side seat. Something Fast and Furious-esque. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just some weird... Oh, you know what he was in? The Lincoln Lawyer with Matthew McConaughey. He, okay. He played Matthew McConaughey's driver. He drove the Lincoln. That my, that was not the same memory, but cars again, so that's good. If you told me that there was a food truck that was showing up, and it was owned by Ja Rule, I'd be like, oh, there's a perfect reason to not go to that food truck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, the name Ja Rule doesn't invoke good entertainment memories in me. But, yeah, it, it, just shallow, stupid memories. Yeah. Of just, Ugh! like... I, that's all I remember. And then Fifty Cent just made a real ass out of him when they had <laughs> when they had that that feud. Well, I mean, Fifty Cent has actually been shot, <laughs> and then there's like Jaw Rule. That's like that's like a pit who bull. will probably get shot for the first time at a future fire festival. No, Jaw Rule <laughs> lives in some fucking suburb somewhere. He has not. He has no. He's not cool. He yeah. like lives probably in Calabasas or something. <laughs> like that, that's it. That's as good as it gets. Okay, so sorry. Uh, so yeah, Ja Rule was the first promise. Ja, ja Rule is the mastermind behind Fire Festival, a two weekend event combining concerts, food, art, and exploration on the private island of Fire K in the Bahamas. This is like the island that they promised Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> For one hour a day, you are free to walk on the beach. You are free to swim in the ocean <laughs> with, of course, supervision from the FBI. <laughs> it's like, And I like that one of the, the selling points that came up at some point was this island used to be owned by Pablo Escobar. Yeah, whoops. It's like, why are we celebrating that? <laughs> also, by the way, on an episode of Silicon Valley, there's a huge joke about the fact that they throw a benefit concert on Alcatraz. <laughs> it's the same thing like I, I don't know why that listen i would definitely go to an island owned by pablo escobar if there was like a cool pablo escobar museum yeah or something if a house he got shot up in was yeah. still there i, I went to graceland that, yeah. that was interesting you yeah. know but that's an afternoon yeah <laughs> that's that's not a destination so first of all these people are already getting what they deserve because if right. if the, the if if the triangulation of Firefest, Jaw Rule, and Pablo Escobar like made someone go sold, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> like yeah, do we want to go through the rest of no, this? No, we don't. No. no. So the the plan. But the, the the gist of the final part is that this is expensive. The uh, I think the cheapest ticket was fifteen hundred, but as we'll we'll talk about later, they ended up cutting that to eight hundred. Right at the last minute. Weird. But still, that's pretty spendy. Yeah, because you have to fly there. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't include airfare. No, it did, which was one of the problems with the festival. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. You're totally (laughs) right. I'm like glazing over because there's so many problems. Literally nothing worked out for this one. 
No. Like, no. you couldn't have... And as somebody who's... I have planned events like seminars and 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 concerts and comedy shows and the amount of stress that just putting nine comedians in a bar causes me yeah which is real it's very 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 stressful the fact that all of these boxes went unchecked is (laughs) is mind-boggling to me yeah it's it's really horrifying and that yeah that's the the first point that's on this article yeah is uh there is a genre-spanning musical lineup. Genre-spanning. Yeah. So we don't know who's coming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get what uh, we can. Covers some genres. Yeah. It'll be the it'll be the Grand Prix it'll be the equivalent of the Grand Prix celebrity lap. <laughs> like let's see who we could get. I actually went to the Grand Prix run once and saw oh, the yeah? celebrity lap and it was uh Sam from Lord of the Rings. I never know that guy's name. That guy. The guy yeah, who played Sam. Guy. Yeah. Lil Kim. Sure, of course. Very Lil. Very, yeah, well, that's why they call her that. She lived up to that. Malcolm in the Middle guy. Uh, Frankie Muniz? Yeah. So I've been to a genre-spanning event. Yeah. Just saying. That 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 sounds like the equivalent. Much that's better your, sandwiches. That's your fire fest. Yeah, that was my fire <laughs> fest. <sighs> so the uh, this was this was what they said about it in the article. The lineup of performers hasn't been announced yet. But the festival's homepage promises the weekend will feature an act for everyone. And here's what they ended up doing. They amend- they booked like three acts in March. Sure. And then just went on social media blackout immediately after that. They never announced any other acts. Yeah. They they never like, A like good they sign. stopped giving updates. Well, and that's good basically. leading up to the event. That's what you want to do. Is right, you want right. to ghost. <laughs> Ghost uh, your attendees. Every event planner knows that you really pull back on all of the ads right before the <laughs> event. That's uh, yeah, that's the sign how... of a, a real artful marketer right there. Yeah. And that, and, and that brings us to our favorite article. Oh, my God. This was the... <laughs> this poor woman. This woman worked as a talent producer for... for f- four days. Four days for the Fire Festival. Imagine how, jo- how bad a job has to be. That you're only that you're there for less than a business week that you had to fly to, that's bad. That's super bad. So okay, so she gets there. I love this story. So she gets there and she said that one of the first red flags was that she, while she was admiring all of the blue oceans as she as she <laughs> got to the airport, the second she got off the plane and remarked about how she couldn't wait to swim in the waters, whoever she spoke to immediately warned her. That sharks were rampant. Rampant shark problem. Rampant shark problem. <laughs> Anything Which... rampant problem is bad, but sharks is like... Yeah, rampant that's... sharks? That's like, <laughs> when do you even see that? Like a gang of sharks? Yeah. Like they're just like it, like a like a James Bond villain ocean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they're all going in that circle together. And there's all different kinds of sharks, like hammerhead sharks and tiger sharks, and just that's just rampant. I just like it's like a variety of sharks. Rampant sharks. That's <laughs> what the sign says. And like they're really fast, like <laughs> like underwater. There's a sign with just hundreds of fins yeah. sticking out of the water. Rampant shark zone. Steer clear. They can't even fish. <laughs> it's like it's like the Universal Studios backlot tour. Every time somebody goes anywhere near the water, just bubbles and blood. 
Uh, but with steel drums in the background. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so she so she's immediately warned about this rampant shark. <laughs> rampant shark problem in the water. That's <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Which man. at that point at that point, I don't know that I even get off the plane. No, especially just, if you know in your head that you're marketing this event for a paradise weekend, assuming people are going to go <laughs> swimming. <laughs> like, I mean, you're already the chief from Jaws. Yeah, you're already yeah. going to have to yell at the mayor. You know this. Like, I that's that would this story. By the way, every everything I read, I was like, this would happen to me. Yeah, yeah. This it sounded like a real nightmare. She had an eleven person team. Yeah. And uh, they were apparently all – she described them all as new hires, yeah. which I don't know what that even means. That means but... nobody knew each other and hadn't worked out some kind of uh, working yeah. rhythm. I mean, it takes it takes two weeks to learn how to work with a person. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Like, you don't you, you don't just, like, figure that out. <laughs> like, it takes a long time. And apparently this is that, – that's something these 11 people had not been doing – Working together or no. working at all? No, because there was no there was no shit there. Not only was there no shit there, but there was nothing set up. Right. Well, so let's, had... let's expand on no shit there. Yeah they they hadn't hadn't set up any vendors for the festival, and this was in March. Yeah, which this festival was the end of April. Like you figure, I'm those are stressed out. Just those are the things it. you line up for. Like <laughs> they they ran this like. Me and Jeff planning an Unpops comedy tour where we're ordering T-shirts 11 days before it starts and it's just chaos. But also me and Jeff don't have $50 million budgets to work with. I used to plan nonprofit events. And I one event that I planned, I remember losing sleep because I had waited until the last minute to design the bowls that people were going to put raffle tickets in for a silent auction. Nice. <laughs> that's that's how stressed I would get about that. Yeah. I can't imagine she must have felt like her hair was on fire. Yeah. Yeah, it would be it would be bad. They hadn't even rented a stage, Caitlin. <laughs> it's a fucking music festival. Also no transportation for the artists. To to get to and from the festival. Because how hard can that be? Oh, no. I mean, there's no security you need to worry about. Yeah. And it's not, you know, it's just the artists. It's not like they travel with 15 to 25 people each. Adam, as a side note, whichever one of us gets famous first, famouser, obviously we're very famous already. Uh, Obviously. (laughs) Clearly. Yeah. I don't know. I'm glad you clarified. Can we just make a pact that we're in each other's entourage? Oh yeah, okay. obviously. All right, good. Yeah. I just wanted to yeah. get that conversation out of yeah. the way. One of us one of us makes it, we drag the others yeah. up with us Great. like the Wu Tang clan. <laughs> oh my god, we're just the most sloppy Wu Tang clan. <laughs> it's the most disappointing. And people. that was also the worst comparison for me to make because they all made it at once yeah. and then just started and then, branching and then out. Continued to be geniuses. <laughs> we're actually hoping only one of us makes it. At least Angie will be able to handle craft services. <laughs> And I'll just be like hugging her. Yeah. Like just giving a bunch That'll of That'll be the up. only thing that goes well at the Unpops Comedy Festival let's is just, the food. Let's just be legends. Oh, the food. We would not fuck around with the food. Let's just be food legends, Let's just man. be food legends. Okay. So we're getting to let's just be legends. Yeah, we are. So uh, she finds out almost immediately that uh, in addition to all the other things that haven't been set up, none of the acts have been paid. None of them. Right. Like 
Major Lazer isn't the best, but they're also not road comics. No. You do have to pay them before they get you there. You can't just throw Kraft Mac and Cheese at their head and then just tell them to shut up and, you know, you're fed. So. Can you imagine, like, day one, you get there and you shoot off an email like, hey, um, <laughs> so my name's Jeanette and I'm here working for Firefest. Nice to meet you. I was just wondering, um, are you doing, how's the transportation? The email you go back is, where's my money? Like, <laughs> ah, like, it's so scary. That's horrible. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's heavy. There's this, uh, we were going to watch a documentary called Disgraced okay. for uh, White Wine True Crime. And yeah. we ended up doing Casey Anthony. In that documentary, it's about uh, the Baylor basketball team and uh, a murder that happened within that team. And at one point, there's this assistant coach who somehow gets his name thrown in the middle of it as being a drug dealer. Oh. Who was distributing drugs to all of the players? Sure, uh, like he had you also do. like just been hired. So, oh, <laughs> so that at one point during his interview, they he talks about them bringing him in this room and asking about drugs, and he was like, "I've been here seven days." <laughs> <laughs> like that was his actual quote, and that's what this must have been like. Yeah. Like your day one, people are like, "Where's my money?" Yeah, I mean that's so scary. And then it, so so that's the point where the meeting is held. I love the story of this meeting. So these the are famous o- meeting. These are 11, <laughs> these are eleven people that are like, look, we don't know each other very well, but but even barring the rampant shark problem, <laughs> we are in trouble. So they put together a very like you know practical plan right looking at all of the obstacles and everything they're trying to accomplish and plan a plan a is let's cancel this year (laughs) (laughs) and try to raise 50 million dollars between now and next year yeah how much do you think was that like shark fighting budget (laughs) (laughs) gonna have to deploy troops to get the rampant shark problem out of out of the way before it's we already do a sci-fi else. movie. I mean, it could be Sharknado <laughs> if if climate change just leads our way. So, so they so sh- that's the plan is to cancel this and try to do this next year, hopefully with fifty million dollars. So, I can't tell if our if our heroine here is the person that actually wrote the email to <laughs> to the management team, if you want to call it that or not. But the reply that she gets back. The only reply that she gets back after a very detailed report is what, Adam? Let's just do it and be legends, man. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's all. Oh. Let's just do it and be legends. And I know how that feels. Because you know how festival producers go down as legends all the time? We know who they are. We know them by name. Yeah. I know all the big... I know the The, guy who does fucking Bonnaroo. You don't even even have to say it. Yeah, I don't even have to say his it's, name. It's Everyone knows. It's insulting. Yeah, to bring it up, it's like saying your favorite movie is The Godfather. Yeah. Why? Yeah. yeah. Why? It's yeah. like they—that's why they don't count the Bible as a best-selling book. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly, yeah. it outsells all yeah, the other. Yeah. Go books. on to the next choice. Obviously. Clearly. Uh, Let's just do it and be legends. Man. I can see the tracksuit that this guy's wearing. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just, and he's a he. This guy, I've met this guy before. Because yeah. when you're a creative person, 
And I bet a bunch of people listening to this show know exactly what I'm talking about. When you're a creative person, you're just trying to make shit happen. You end up on weird fucking projects. It just yes. happens. It's just part of what goes down. And every now and then you meet this kind of individual that has found this weird intersection of being a complete and total idiotic asshole and have, is making a ton of money somehow. Yes. And you don't understand and, it. And, and they usually make the decisions. And they make all of the decisions. Yeah. Like one time I got hired to do consulting work for this guy who was building an app. And the whole point of the app was to basically create profiles to help motivate you. And so then I okay. said, uh, you know, without getting into yeah, the more, yeah. much more complicated explanation <laughs> that makes no sense. So when I said, well, you know, it's good. You're building a social media platform. So I'm not building a social media platform. No. <laughs> I, I said, yeah, uh, yeah, you are. I mean, I, you, if somebody creates a, pl- a profile <laughs> right. and interacts with other people <laughs> on the profile, that's literally the definition of social media. That's exactly what that is. No, it's not. You're being closed-minded. That's what he said. And uh, I was like, oh, which is, let's just do it and be legends. Same thing. Yeah. Same guy. Same outfit. Let's just do it and be legends. And they always man. have like 10 people that totally believe them or whatever. Yeah. What yeah. is that? Yeah, I don't I don't they ha- it has to have paid off at some point. They all call themselves producers. Yeah. We all know the let's just do it and be legends, man. If you're guy. a freelance creative person, you definitely have worked for him. Yes. Yes. There's just no And you have a sinking feeling the whole time. Yeah. So she's lucky she was only there for four And there's days. a good chance you've also worked for Ja Rule, who later that night at dinner gave a toast. I'm proud of us for not letting this out of the bag yet. Yeah. We've kept this under wraps. Yeah. Are we, are, are we ready to hear I it? I can't wait to share it with the world. Here's Ja Rule's toast. To living like movie stars, partying like rock stars, and fucking like porn stars. This is his inaugura- <laughs> inaugural toast for his business. Yeah. <laughs> The fucking like porn stars. Who says that at work? Who says that? <laughs> anyway, anywhere. You know who's never said that? Porn stars. Hugh Hefner. <laughs> Hugh Hefner's never said that. Exactly. Oh, Ja Rule. So shortly after that, it came out that there was still no money for acts. Whoops. No technical director, but they did have an alcohol sponsor lined up, Whew. which that turned into even more chaos later because yeah. when everyone lands there's no food and no accommodation we're getting there but there's lots of free booze <laughs> the best combo and no air conditioning yes that's anger and free booze pirates <laughs> they basically engineered a colony of rich pirates yeah so so this woman's story ends with her uh having a meeting where she's told that they're they're going to allow her allow her allow her to keep working there. Thank uh, you. But for two thirds of the money that she was promised, and also there's still no money to pay the artists. Can I just say? <laughs> can I also just say? I don't want to get too woo woo about this. This woman's experience is a metaphor for what it's like for a woman to work anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Period. Like you get to a place, everything's falling apart. It happened to me today. Like, literally today, I was like, hey, there's, we need to make some changes. Well, really, Caitlin, I think we just need to get back to basics. Mm. Let's just do it and be legends. It's the same <laughs> fucking thing. It's crazy. I, I just, I, and you get to work there. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Where a woman told me today, everyone knows I'm pregnant, right? Uh, yeah, we retweeted it. I just realized that that's how I announced I'm pregnant on the show. <laughs> pregnant <laughs> guys it's good um anyway uh yeah i'm in my second trimester i mean in caitlin's defense she just found out too <laughs> she just took the test while we were recording it's crazy um <laughs> yeah i mean i i'm i multitask like you don't believe um yeah i'm pregnant and i'm starting to show and this is the, the same place i was just talking i was telling adam this before we started this woman walked up to me crazy shit happens to you when you're pregnant people you're like in this weird 90s movie where there's always wind chimes and, mis- and mystical people walk up and say crazy shit to you. Yeah. This woman walks up and says, by the way, I think it's a girl. I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. Well, uh, why? And she says, because girls carry wide. Ooh. Okay. So I look, sure, sure. Let's... I look wider. Yeah. Thanks. Just what I needed to hear. Yeah. I'm in like full on leggings mode now. I know I look wider, but I didn't want to hear... Couldn't she have just said something nice? Was this a nice? woman you knew? I work with her. Technically, we know each other. Okay. I have to know her. Because that would be so much creepier from a stranger. Oh, a stranger it, Im- it would imply that they've been watching you. A stranger did say something creepy. Uh, oh, good. Let's hear it. Yeah. she. Uh, we were at a restaurant. It was her birthday. Because you're at a fucking restaurant. Everybody knows it's somebody's birthday. It's just what happens. Yeah. And then also somehow there's a table next to us. It kind of comes out that I'm pregnant somehow because i wasn't drinking and they oh yeah they offered alcohol and i was like i can't and they're like why you don't drink i'm like no i'm pregnant and they're like yay <laughs> everybody's like oh my god so then i said we're leaving to this older woman i'm like hey well happy birthday <laughs> and then she put her hand on my stomach and said thank you now you can start your own legacy just do it and be a legend man <laughs> it's like okay <laughs> thank that's, you yeah that's weird that's thank really you. weird now you can start your own legacy. Every journey begins with a single step. I honestly, it, I'll tell all my weird things as it happens. But anyway, <laughs> so yeah. So that, that, was, uh, that was the first point, was that there's going to be a genre-spanning musical lineup. That part didn't work out. Next thing. The, the treasure hunts are can't-miss events. But that's just that statement alone. true. <laughs> You're right. If you wanted to survive. Out of... Isn't there a part of you that wishes you were here at this thing? For this part, yeah, because this is the most exciting part of the Hunger Games, <laughs> where they just throw the supplies in the middle of the field and everyone has to rush towards so them. What happened? So, okay, so the article says each weekend there's going to be a treasure hunt, and the prizes are way better than cursed gold. I mean, first of all, <laughs> nothing is better than cursed gold. No. Because you a you get proof of curses in the afterlife and gold. Yeah, yeah, that those are two great. Settles things. a lot, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The hidden treasures will be worth more than one million dollars combined, <laughs> and include jewelry, cash, and other undisclosed goodies to oh. make sure to make scouring the island well worth your time. <laughs> <laughs> Way off base. They they did not nail this part at all. The, yeah, it was it was kind of just more like a like a fight for resources. Like it was a sort of a Mad Max situation, where uh, this is this is one of my favorite I can't stop laughing. my my favorite moments. This is a, a quote from an article on yeah. abcnews.go.com. 
at one point in the evening, staff members dumped a bunch of unopened containers like, quote, Amazon shipment boxes, end quote, at the site and instructed concert goers to rifle through them for anything that was missing from their tents. It was everything from, like, bongos to floaties to sleeping bags, said one attendee. Let's just be legends. Let's just be legends, man. Throw some bongos in that box and let's be legends. What kind of box has <laughs> sleeping bags and a bongo? <laughs> like, wait, You're going to want to unwind like, before in bed? Do something to relax? All, the only thing that makes all of this so much worse is that the presence of a bongo means that somebody was going to start a drum circle, <laughs> which is horrible. That's the worst news of this article. But, or that the people planning the festival wanted someone to. Oh, they, they got what they deserve. Yeah, yeah. But honestly, like, can you imagine, like, being I, – I, I met this woman, Tina, once who worked at Amazon Shipping, and she, she talked like this. She was this crazy lady. She talked like this. <laughs> and she was like, oh, yeah, I ruined my back working here at Amazon, but, oh, the pay's good and all this stuff. I was like, okay, <laughs> Tina, thanks for telling me all about your life. And she would tell me how she would have to coordinate all these, like, shipments that people would do. Because – have you ever ordered several things from Amazon? They just managed to put it all in one box. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Can you imagine these people? They're like, I don't know, Fred. It says here that there's a floaty device, a bongo <laughs> drum, a sleeping bag, and whistles. <laughs> it's all going to the same place, probably. Uh, it, they're going to the Bahamas. I, <laughs> all right, let's do it. Do they know that this sleeping bag is just a SpongeBob sleeping bag and definitely not for outside? Oh. One of one of my favorite uh speaking of resources, one of my favorite points, taxis were also hard to come by. This is so great. In part because the festival had promoted itself as a cashless event. For legends. Uh let's just be legends, man. <laughs> so don't legends don't carry money. So they asked attendees to upload funds to digital wristbands instead. Which uh surprise, those don't spend on the rest of the Bahamas. It's like Logan's Run. <laughs> I mean, it's so bad. Also, what kind of ass wipe doesn't bring cash? Yeah, you're going out of the country, even what? though it's like almost swimming distance out of the country. Not in <laughs> <laughs> It's a swim to the death, Adam. <laughs> Gotta outswim those rampant sharks. Oh, that's right. I forgot about Maybe that's what they were thinking was, Man. well, I can just swim back if I need cash. No, and Then you they can't. get there and see those sharks. No, that hot lava game you used to play at the grocery store is <laughs> coming to life now. The floor is sharks. I mean... What a bunch of fucktards. Because <laughs> also, like, nobody... I, I have, like, a Rambo mode that I go into that clearly these people have never had to, needed to access. Yeah. Because they're wealthy people. So I can just kind of see them, like, walking around with just, like, their hands in the air. Like, what? What? Yeah. Like, there were people tweeting at the U.S. Embassy. It's like, go to the embassy, you idiots. Dear U.S. Embassy, I don't fucking even know what's going on right now because I'm, first of all, it's fucking hot. There's no fucking air conditioning. And the second thing is, like, I don't know where my fucking passport is, and I was supposed to be glamping. G-L-A-M-P-I-N-G. Glamping. Hashtag hell no. <laughs> it's so good. Oh. Point number three. It's not just a festival. It's a vacation. <laughs> which Just sit right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a faithful ship. Oh, man. This one... Music is just a piece of the picture. If you attend the festival, <laughs> you're committing to a weekend on a private island where you can go to concerts, visual art installations, 
Sit in on talks hosted by cultural leaders. Fuck. When did when were they going to plan that part? This also sounds terrible. <laughs> this is like TED Talks. Like it's like if TED Talks fucked Coachella. <laughs> I'm out. If you yeah. like pina coladas, like ew, these are all Margaritaville I people. Don't, I don't like. I pina don't. Coladas. What kind of child drink is a pina colada? So disgusting. I need my alcohol to taste like candy, please. <laughs> so the uh, oh, fuck. What kind of talks were these going to be? Wait, we gotta just just for one second. It clearly it never gets into anything like specific. But what fucking kind of talks? Yeah, what were are they going to be? Like Ja Rule giving talks so on success them, in the music industry? There was going to be a meditation talk. Yeah, oh, yeah, because they talk about doing yoga okay, a lot. Yeah, so, the, so meditation's a given. And that's like, I would be fine with that. That part's fine. Yeah, I suppose. But you know that some ass, ha- they were all going to be like, like influencer marketing people. Yeah. Talking about how to grow your brand. And that that's the worst. That's what it was going to be. Yeah. Which, that's in their defense, that's the kind of shit that people that go to the fire Festival want to hear. Growing their brand. I just... I, I know. I know. It's, uh, it's, it's a vacation, Caitlin. Let's just do it and be <laughs> legends, okay? Concert. It's a vacation. Like, what kind of, like, low-red Tony Robbins were they going to get? Yeah. You know, and they were probably expecting some, like, musical artist to have some epiphany and get up and talk. That's what they're thinking <laughs> is going to happen. They yeah. believe in magic, these people. Yeah. Clearly. Diplo's going to get up and inspire oh! people. Because <laughs> he's in major laser. Oh, my God. My head just stopped moving. <laughs> All right. Moving so there, on. Yeah, there was also a huge storm that washed away a lot of the infrastructure. <laughs> there were sand flies, which were mentioned in the talent producer's article. The the villas turned out to just be unmarked tents, and there weren't enough of them, but they did have beds in some of them. And the tents were see-through for the most part. I mean, they were. There was no privacy. And there was no locks on them. Yeah, and then there also, we can't show you, but there was like artist renderings of what they had pitched these these tents were going to look like, and they looked like a prison camp. Yeah, yeah. It, it, It looked... What, yeah, what they got looked a lot like... I mean, people were comparing it to refugee camps. That's but, my favorite thing. Yeah, we just did, we did that episode about refugee camps. This, this, is was, not, this was no refugee camp. Adam and I can say with put, moderate authority... Yeah. Uh, first of all, there weren't children that went missing. <laughs> Correct. Right? As Correct. far as I know, no one's been raped yet. Right. It, that might happen, in all fairness. There's a yeah, lot of those stories will trip bro out. guys. That, that could definitely happen, but... Yeah, I'm surprised it didn't. It did. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> it did. There was a rape. At least one. On one of those nasty wet beds. Oh, uh, we're going to get to the wet beds. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, well, that that was the thing. The, uh, the villas turned out to be unmarked tents. Some of them had beds, and at some point, uh, well, they had wet beds. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the tents didn't have locks. The beds were damp. Blankets were soaked. And at one In- They're like, inside tents. I, How is this happening? Yeah, that's what I'm confused about. <laughs> How did they? Why? So even the tents weren't working. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the whole point of a tent is a is a little bit of shelter. Yeah, it was probably made of muslin or something. Some yeah, just the wrong fabric or just like tarp. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like it, maybe it's like a tent for like a couple hours. Like it's a temporary tent. Are those real? I I hope not. They, you know what they look like? They look like shitty geodesic domes. Yeah, yeah. Like hundreds of them. Yeah, 
They looked, yeah, it looked like where disaster victims go after there's a natural disaster. Yeah, it's like what you settle for before the trucks come to take you somewhere better. And then on top of all that, people were stealing beds out of other tents. Classic and classy. Very classy. That's the Firefest way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The the nice laid back. Let's just be legends. Let's man. just be legends. And steal that lady's bed. <laughs> hey, um, Brad, the bed's actually wet, dude. Yeah, whatever. It's better than nothing. <laughs> I'm Brad, the bed stealer. <laughs> Hi, uh, I'm Brad. I'll be your bed stealer for the night. That's what my friends call me. They always call me that. So the uh, number four. Th- this is also a really fun point. This is uh, fucked up, actually. Fire K has a colorful history, which yeah. was the point this article made. And uh, that's very true. Yeah. And part of uh, that, well, actually, I'm kind of wrong on this. Fire K probably has a great history, but the festival ended up not being able to be held there. Right. Like, they, they picked this location before they even went there and decided if it would be feasible to hold a music festival there and then once they did that they were like oh no we can't do it here so uh let's move it to georgetown and i don't mean the college i mean a small town in the bahamas and the thing about that place it also has history the eczema regatta happens there on that exact same weekend and has every year for 45 years or no, longer since April 1954. Yeah, no. Every weekend, and these fucksticks show up like, hey, you want to move that regatta so we can put on a Ja Rule festival? Well, they literally did that. Yeah. You're, you're yeah. Make, you, I just want to be really clear about this, because you're not being casual in what you just said. No, When yeah. they found out about this regatta that has been going on <laughs> for over 50 Generations. years, okay, uh, they went to, like, town hall and demanded right that the regatta weekend be moved to make room for for the, the fire festival this genre spanning <laughs> festival that they hadn't planned yet they hadn't planned any of it they hadn't planned any of it and they want the the regatta to not be there right and how great did you how i feel good for the regatta people yeah I they feel, must love this yeah i feel great for them for just standing up to them too but standing up to what? There's no plan. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you, oh, all right. Like, you're forced to listen to this demand in t- in city hall. So tell me more details about this event that you're planning. Oh, it's gonna blow your mind. Major I mean, Laser, bro. Major Laser. We're gonna get an alcohol sponsor. Uh, we're gonna good get music. What, gla- ki- what kind of good music? No, no, good music. It's really a good, never you- mind. I don't know that you would really know about these artists because <laughs> this is a, a millennial thing. I don't want to make you feel old, but it's really not your... Just trust... I need you to trust us. Do you follow me on the gram? Oh, my God. <laughs> the uh, gram. I... Oh, man. Anyway, fuck. So they... This was a quote from one of the people they approached about trying to move the regatta. As we all know, this regatta is the highlight of the Georgetown social calendar. All hotel rooms, transportation, taxis, and majority of the rental houses are booked years in advance for this weekend. Major Laser, though, bro. If you like pina coladas. <laughs> when are you going to get Major Laser back here? I just... <laughs> so, but the important thing to bring up about that is when everything goes south, there aren't hotel rooms for people to go to. Right. That's, right. that's the other part of this. 
Yeah, there was there were no hotel rooms because they like went forward everything. with it because they thought, well, we don't need hotel rooms because we're just going to be legends and put people in these tarp tents. Yeah, these geodesic <laughs> canvas domes, which will convince them is glamping. Yes. So they didn't think that was going to be a problem because they genuinely thought this was going to work out. Yeah, I don't. That's the part that blows my mind. Well, it's always the people with the money in an operation are always so detached from what's happening. But what money? Like, that's yeah, what I, I don't understand. This is either. the other part. It's like there's some buoy of a little bit of cash somewhere. Yeah. Floating just enough away from reality, like off the coast of planet Earth, <laughs> that they thought this was going to work. Like, that's the thing that kills me is that they... Okay, so, Adam, if I said to you, hey... We're going to, you and I, just so you know, I'm going to plan an Unpopular Opinions comedy show mm-hmm. um, at the comedy store. Sure. Uh, here, None of the rooms were available. Okay. But we're going we're gonna to do it on the patio. Side note, Louis C.K. is going to be performing at the exact same time <laughs> in the other room. <laughs> That's their plan. Let's just do it and be legends. Man. No, the answer is <laughs> right away, no, I great i i like your attitude you know it's like it's not gonna work no it's how did they not, not know it wasn't gonna work there's a thing that we don't know about this yeah there's i'm becoming something. almost conspiratorial <laughs> about it because i don't understand how this kept growing yeah it, it got really out of control because guys people went there yeah pe- they they went through with letting people fly there so we're gonna keep going but i just want i felt like this is the time to bring up that people showed up People showed up. And they these showed people up. knew none of this was in place. Yeah. Yeah, that I don't... If I knew four people were coming to my apartment, <laughs> <laughs> I would have put more time and effort into making my house look nice. What I don't get is, did any of the music acts show up? Because I never saw at any point that any of them even... No, I think the death knell was when Blink-182... Uh, backed out like on Which, that Friday, but also why did they back out on Friday? What yeah. were they being told? Yeah, someone was telling someone some stories. They have a wizard. Like I don't <laughs> understand. Anyway, okay, so so, uh, so point- the co- colorful history number four. Yeah, they have a history, and they were just trying to pretend like it didn't exist. Yeah. So cool. So point number five on this article was that there are two levels of access. That's how you know. That's how you know it's swank. Yeah. It's it's fire. Two levels. It's fire emoji. Yep. The uh but but what happened is <sighs> right near the end they started selling tickets for $800 because they had and this still included so, airfare so, and lodging. So they were initially selling them for 1000 between 1000 and 12000. Right, 1500 and 12000. Right there, I just want to bring up that as far as two levels of ac- access, that is a sharp drop-off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's you're either really rich or, or not that rich. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know why you want to mix all of that together. But rich enough that you put away money from your paycheck each week so you maybe, can go to maybe fucking they fire knew, festival. Maybe they knew that – maybe they thought that only a handful of people were going to buy this $12,000 ticket, but more people did. Yeah, that could have been. And all the accommodations got more fucky, but still it doesn't make sense because nothing was built. Yeah, never mind. I'm trying I'm trying so hard to make this fucked up Rubik's cube line up, but I can't. 
The other interesting thing, uh, the the same story that pointed out that they sold the $800 tickets, there was an account called Fire Fraud that launched before the festival even started, before people even started landing. There Fake was a news. T- <laughs> there was a Fake Twitter. news. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, they were trying to be warned, but fake news. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's there's another point about the lodging is a dream come true, which we've already covered again. Yeah, we got to that. Not not a dream come true. Nightmare come true. Not even something you can sleep on, probably. I will say it wasn't anything they could imagine. Yes. <laughs> that, that is true. It was beyond their imagination. I thought this was a really weird point. Bella Hadid guest starred in the festival's video. Uh, I don't care. Random bustle article. But she did uh, later apologize for it, and uh, I mean Ja Rule. It's all yeah. There's there's a lot of apologies coming down the pike. We could even Hers... say that all Ja Rules are off. <laughs> <laughs> we could. There are no Ja Rules. There are <laughs> when it comes to apologies. No, the first Ja Rule of Firefest is you don't talk about Firefest. <laughs> <laughs> the second Ja Rule about Firefest. <laughs> Is that you don't swim in the ocean. <laughs> she, uh, one of the things people freaked out about over her uh, apology when she posted it, her phone was at 2%, 2% battery life, which. <laughs> Metaphor for the firefly. Well, yeah, what kind of monster? I don't know. The official Instagram is all about adventure. That's point number eight. Who's that selling? Like, who's reading that and going, oh, you know what? I do got to get the Anybody fire fest. Anybody who bought a ticket for this deserves <laughs> what they got. That's my that's that's how I'm landing with this story at the end of it. It's that I just, this, to me, this is like the Menendez brothers. Because I can just enjoy how fucked up the whole story is. Yeah. And just say, you're all terrible people. Okay. Yeah. Kitty right. and Lyle Menendez were horrible human beings. Yes. All right. So... What did you think was going to happen? One day someone was going to shoot you. I don't know. It's weird that it's your kids. But with this, it's like, hey, you're shitty, terrible people. You think things are going to work out all the time. You spent $12,000 to go to a concert where you knew Jaw Rule would be. <laughs> you don't deserve good things. <laughs> Which, that's the thing. Was Jaw Rule even booked on this? Like, was he performing? I never, I never clarified that. It seems like he would have to be. You know but... what? You're making it worse because you're right. Actually, <laughs> I don't know. I, you're right. I can't tell if he was like billed. He's, he's not on the like they. They had official posters. I think in his mind he was just going to be in like a golf cart that's kind of like the Pope, <laughs> the Pope mobile, like driving around haphazardly through this like Coachella esque landscape. <laughs> Champagne in his hand. Yeah, that's what he thought it was going to be. And everybody like was going to be star. like, Jaw. And he was going to be like, Ugh. Ugh. Jaw rule number one, have fun. <laughs> better, better see y'all fucking like porn stars later. All right. Like, that's it. That's all he thought he was going to need to do. You're being a legend, man. Yeah, this was like his chance to be Walt Disney. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And actually, yeah, the uh, the number nine point was about Ja Rule. Ja Rule is the perfect collaborator for the event. So well, confused about... I don't understand that sentence at how all. How much did the person who wrote this Bustle article hate themselves at the end of it? I would yeah, need to take... I've had a, to write sponsored content before, and it's always like... Ugh. A real shower. Yeah. Like a lie shower. <laughs> like, I, I, when I worked for Playboy once, they told me uh, to write a thing about Bud Light Lime. And uh, I was like, I was like, well, what do you want me to write? 
and uh, they were like two thousand words on Bud Light. Live. They were like, we just owe them a a, a face or a, a a website post. So if you could just write something about Bud Light Lime, it literally doesn't matter. So oh. I I wrote about how Bud Light Lime uh, made Budweiser drinkable finally. <laughs> Oh, Adam. And uh turns out that's not the direction they wanted to go in. Oh, no? And uh Playboy had to give Budweiser a full-page ad for free in the next issue of Playboy. You rascal, you. <laughs> oh, fuck Playboy. Waka waka. Yeah. Yeah, no, place. it's also for the articles. Yeah. Uh Point number 10, there's going to be top-notch food. Is there a more iconic disaster photo? No. Then that cheese and bread and that no. There's salad. like that little kid in Aleppo, and then that ch- that cheese and sandwich situation. When I saw that picture the first time, I read the caption as cheese, bread, and salad with no dressing. And yeah. then I went back and read it again, and it said salad with dressing. And I was like, Oh, well, at least there's dressing. <laughs> I thought it was just a box of lettuce. I got dressing. That's cool. Sop the- that up with the bread, the cheese in the middle. Got yourself a. I mean, cheese you... and dressing sandwich. Dad, <laughs> my dad ate really gross shit growing up. He just always ate like he was in prison. I'll never understand <laughs> it. It was weird. Um, but I too still love craft singles. So there's a little I do, bit. There's I do a little too. bit of that in me as well. I, w- I mean, I remember. Okay, when I saw yeah. that photo, I was like, okay. I'd be pissed if I sp- spent $12,000 for that. <laughs> That's what I kept thinking about is like yeah. 12 grand and you get, there wasn't even like mayo on there. Like there was nothing, nothing to judge up that there, one was slice there, of Were cheese? there even utensils? I would venture to say no. Yeah. Cause that's probably why there were no murders. The tomato was pretty. Yeah. The tomato it was, it it was a nice touch. It wasn't like one of those like anemic looking tomatoes. Yeah. No, it was, it was, I it saw was, it was a solid salad. The the thing about it that was funny is like the tweets for people coming out of the festival were very telling because yes. one of them was like, "This is like government issued food," and I was like, "Dude, no, it's not." <sighs> oh my god, that is a nice looking tomato. Yeah, you so, ever drank powdered milk? You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like that's gnarly. Yeah, like yeah, the government doesn't give you vegetables. Yeah, or nice bread. The government gives you pork in a can. Maybe that's the problem. It's like maybe these guys were actual refugees, <laughs> and they thought this was great. That could have been. Maybe Borat planned it. Yeah, maybe maybe we could just house refugees I at feel the fire like festival. I feel, let's do it. Let's be legends. Let's just do it and be legends, man. Honestly, I... I feel like if I could just see the face of the guy that planned this, it would help <laughs> me a little bit. Like... This, like, Willy Wonka mystery man is in my head, and I just can't figure it out. I don't know if it could be Julian Assange, for all I know. I don't know. Yeah, you mean the guy above the guy. Yeah. Because there's that, the Billy McFarlane guy is the... Not Billy McFarlane. Yeah, there's I wanna, someone... Th- none of this was Billy McFarlane's yeah. idea. You want to know who on the Illuminati yes. board... Well, of our nine people running the planet, <laughs> like how this trickles up, where does the money go? Yeah, which one of them is getting flogged right now in which, their secret temple? No, which one of them is just getting laughed at by other billionaires? <laughs> like, dude, what the hell? How'd you fuck this up so badly? He's like, I thought Ashanti would show up. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, just dance on the side of a boat. <laughs> that's what she does, right? Pretty much, yeah. So uh, I think that's what all these people do. I think they were all Instagram models or something. The the last point and the one that that makes me the angriest 
out of all of them. Number 11, you don't have to be a music junkie to enjoy the festival. Why are you going to a music festival if you don't really like music? Oh, people that go to music festivals don't care about music. Yeah, that's true. But it's that's always so disappointing to think about. Uh, listen, everybody that I know that's ever really liked music never goes outside. Yeah. They hate the heat. They don't like other people. Yeah. It's the opposite of a festival. Yeah. Person. Yeah. Like that's it's true. just not that's and they don't have interest in seeing Lady Gaga. They certainly do not want to go see Ja Rule. No, no. I mean, so in that in that case, this part part is pretty accurate. Yeah, I, I guess it. I guess it makes sense. I am sad about the person who I de- self identifies as a music junkie that was disappointed writ large by yeah. this experience. Yeah, because the person that is has twelve thousand extra dollars that likes Jaw Rule that yeah. went to this. What a weird demographic! Can someone please take a picture of that guy? Yeah, like and his whole family. Yeah. Lineage and everything. If they're alive. Yeah, they're not. They're not. He's eaten them. He killed someone to get money to go to Fire Festival. I'm so confused. Everything (sighs) about it is a mystery. It is. This we should should we wrap it up? Yeah, probably. Because we we have to record another one. And I feel like we could talk about the Fire Festival for two or three. I'm gonna talk about it for the rest of my life. (laughs) I'm gonna I'm not gonna rest until I see the found footage documentary of Fire Fest. Yeah, yeah. Please God let that be a thing. Let's uh, maybe five years from now we'll kickstart. <laughs> yeah, we need to lay, lay low on the fundraising <laughs> on other. But on that note, on that note, on that note, White White True Crime still has our Kickstarter going. Um, we're gonna ride it out. We have uh, ten more days, eleven more days left, which is crazy. Um, yeah, we are at four thousand seven hundred dollars at the moment. Nice, which is crazy. I think by the time this launches, we might have a little bit more than that. We're trying to hit 5,000. Our original goal was 3. We can't believe we hit that. Woo. So we're going to just try to push to 5. That seems like a good and amazing endpoint. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> so we'll go ahead and uh and there are a lot of cool bonuses, a lot of cool rewards for that that you could go and check out on our Kickstarter page. So um please do that. Also, if you don't have any money to donate, that's totally fine because White Wine True Crime, one of the shows that I co-host, it's free on it iTunes. Free. You can go listen to it. Carrie Martin, our other co-host who couldn't be here tonight, is my partner in true crime on that show. Uh, you can find us, like I said, on iTunes. You go to Twitter at WWT Crime. You can find us on Instagram. 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 Uh, at WWT Crime. You can find me on Twitter, Adam. Uh-huh. At Bossy Matilda. And uh, you can find us on Patreon. But if you're listening to this episode, you're probably already on Patreon. And, uh... I really have to pee, so we're going to wrap this up. Oh, we are wrapping this up. (laughs) Sympathy peas. Yeah. Uh, Caitlin. Yeah. Say goodbye. Oh, let's just be legends and say goodbye. Let's just be legends, man. Goodbye, everybody. We love you.